0: It's time to get spooky, bitch. Like, we need to focus on that.
1: The housewives of Wales. (laughs) It's not the housewives of Wales.
0: House witches, yeah. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real House Witches of South Wales. The The Real House House Witches of of South
1: Wales. You know what that felt like? What? Because we're both sat together, like, mm. with one microphone. It's like we're, like, recording a song in a studio, <laughs> like, with a microphone.
0: So. <laughs>
1: in a recording studio.
0: Oh, my God. Maybe we are in a recording studio, like, yeah. right now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all we're missing is our headphones.
1: That's what I mean, yeah.
0: <laughs> and our um lyrics in front soul. of us and our soul yeah we haven't sold our soul just yet um to the devil um so yeah laura's right we are together recording this episode together and we have a microphone in front of us because together. we are together yeah um and so um you know oh. and so me and laura will hopefully be audible. We did a little test beforehand, but it just relies on us speaking into the mic. Um, so, you know, like, give us your feedback. Let us know what you think. Um, you know, because I really recommend microphones are used.
1: <laughs> yeah, they are used quite a lot in life, mm. in this, you know, in this field of work. Mm. Mm.
0: Yes, <laughs> yeah. yes. Um, yes. Yeah, so welcome, everyone. Welcome to our um, second um, themed Halloween Uh, themed podcast episode. Um, It is October, of course. It is Saturday the 9th of October as we record this. And you will listen to this on Saturday the 10th. And on Sunday the 10th. Sorry, guys. (laughs) Sunday. Sunday the 10th. Um, And, yeah, we're going to talk about Halloween again. But this time we're going to talk about Samhain and witchcraft.
1: Actually, it's pronounced Samhain.
0: Oh, but (laughs) is it? Maybe that is... Maybe that's that's the discussion we can have. Um... Truth. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we're going to talk. Whereas last week we gave you the history of Halloween, we are going to talk about Samhain, um, because it is pronounced Samhain. Yeah, it actually is. Yeah. <laughs> Which I wouldn't
1: have known at first. No, it's. By looking at the word. Yeah, it's
0: spelt Samhain. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we're going to be talking about Samhain and how you can celebrate Samhain as a witch. Um, so, without further ado, should we kind of discuss this topic?
1: You know, yeah. I think we should.
0: Because we're so professional now with a microphone, we actually research this topic. <laughs> um, not that we don't research anyway, but we really do our research here. Let's get into it. So... Last week we talked about the history of Halloween, this week we discussed paganism and Samhain and delve a little deeper into the magic and history around this spiritual practice. Now, Samhain originates from the Celtic spiritual tradition, believed to be the dark time of the year, Samhain is when the veil between the living and the dead becomes thin and we are more likely to encounter ghosts and spirits. Ancient Celts considered Samhain to be the most significant of the four quarterly fire festivals. It takes place between the fall equinox and winter solstice. During this time of year, the fires in family homes were left to burn out while they went out and gathered the harvest. After the harvest work had been done, people gathered with druid priests to light the fire that was for everyone. They did this by using a wheel that would cause friction and spark flames. This wheel was symbolic of the sun and was used as they prayed. Cattle were sacrificed, and later participants would take a flame from the communal bonfire back to their homes to relight the fire in the hearth that had been left to burn out. Like and that is actually where Take That originated their lyrics from. Maybe, yeah. They were Perhaps. part of this cultural tradition. Yeah. Um <laughs> Early texts around Samhain state that this was a mandatory celebration that would last three days and three nights. It was believed that if people didn't participate, they would be punished by the gods in the form of illness or death. In Ireland, holiday thrones were prepared for commanders of soldiers. Anyone who committed a crime or used their weapons during this celebration would face a death sentence. Other documents state that there was also six days of drinking alcohol to excess. This would have been with mead or beer and be accompanied by feasts. So before we get into more sort of depth around Samhain, Mm. what do you take from that? You know, like, tell me your thoughts.
1: Well, I mean, should we all be calling Halloween Samhain, technically? Because it is like the traditional Halloween, the OG of Halloween. Mm. (laughs) You know, does that mean that we should technically call it that or... You know, they're, like, two separate things. I mean,
0: this is the thing, isn't it? And I think think that's what's interesting. I think that's important. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's an important, valid point you just brought up right there. So, basically, what we've got to kind of look at is, I mean, um, we spoke about Halloween on the last episode and we spoke about how Halloween has become commercialised. It's Mm. lost its original sense of Mm. Samhain. But
1: it's always about the wall between the living and the dead. Truth. (laughs) It
0: really is. And, you know... I think that's what's good about Halloween in the sense that we have this sort of tradition still there. But the true essence of Samhain is a little bit lost now, isn't it? It's more Hmm. geared towards family. It's more about getting sweets, you know. Yeah. Um, People like us will want to do Ouija boards or go ghost hunting or things like that. But the generic population... I'm yeah. more so like, oh, let's watch a scary horror yeah. film.
1: Or both. Why well, not both? Yeah.
0: yeah. Um, so, yeah, you're right. Maybe it depends how you want to call it and how you want to celebrate it, you know. And I think we can, you know, because we're celebrating Halloween this year because we love Halloween. Like, yes. it's our favourite time. Um, <laughs> but we're celebrating with uh, just a normal lighthouse party, you know, yeah. some music, some drinks. Yeah. Dressing up in scary costumes. Pop on the
1: Halloween playlist
0: pop on a Halloween playlist, yeah, um, and, and go off.
1: And <laughs> vibe, yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, yeah, and we will dance to my song, Vibe, in, available on all streaming platforms right now. Um, but maybe we should do a Ouija board.
1: Well, that's what I want to do. That's mm. why I keep, you know, hinting. Um, but then, you know, it's your house, and so you weren't that keen on unleashing spirits, which is fair enough, but, you know, Halloween. Just
0: I think we just need to know. make sure we do it responsibly and safely. But we've done it before. When do we
1: ever not? Yeah. Exactly. I, I honestly think there'll be, like, what, like five people? Mm. Just do it. Mm. Yeah. I can't wait. That's going to be my favourite part of Halloween. Yes. You know, like, that, that is the traditional way of celebrating. Well, it is. Lifting the veil between the other world. Yes. Yeah.
0: It's a good time to commune with the other side. Yeah. That's oh, when. I can't wait. That's when spirit work is more accessible if you will yeah. spirits are around us all the time but it mm. is when the veil thins yeah um so we'll see we'll see what happens um but we just will put a lot of protection in place yeah. beforehand. yeah yes mm. yes for sure right let me just finish my green tea <laughs> right so let's talk about the monsters <laughs> The belief was that the veil between our world and the other world was thin, which we've already said, meaning that the other side could get into our world with ease. People would prepare offerings for fairies or seeds. These offerings would be left outside and villages and in fields. It was expected that ancestors might cross over during this time, so Celts would dress up as animals and monsters so that fairies wouldn't kidnap them. There are specific monsters associated with Samhain, including the Pukka, which is a shape-shifting creature and also that we spoke about with Mara Stalin on one of our episodes um, and the Lady Gwyn, who is a headless woman dressed in white who would chase those out after dark.
1: Well that's my Halloween costume so that's that's what I'm going as.
0: You're going as Lady Gwyn. Yeah, ah. oh, so that's
1: kind of giving it away now. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Okay, yeah. Do you want me to
0: chop off your head so it's more authentic?
1: Well, yeah, well, somebody has to, so I was going to ask if you could, yeah. Of course. If, if that's all right, Of yeah. course, um, of course. Just do it, like, a few hours before, you know, yeah. Yeah.
0: Work it out. Yeah, okay. Just <laughs> drop me a message on Messenger, it would be fine. Yeah. Um, she would be accompanied by a black pig.
1: Yeah, I've got a black pig. Okay.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there were also the headless men on horses, known as the Dullahan, who would sometimes appear as impish creatures, too. When in the form of headless men, they would hold their head under their arm and would be riding flame-eyed horses.
1: Isn't that your Halloween costume?
0: Oh my god. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah. So that's
1: literally what we're going as. Yeah. Yeah, right.
0: Well, these were considered to be an omen of death. Yeah. I mean, if you had your head chopped off, then it was, you know, I know. I
1: I you have experienced death.
0: True. Then there was the fairy host who would haunt Samhain and kidnap people the Slough would also come from the West to enter homes and steal souls. Is
1: Slough from Slough?
0: <laughs> sure, why not? Yeah,
1: why not? <laughs>
0: um, then, of course, we get a lot of myths around Samhain, and a story told during Samhain was the, sec- the second battle of Mag-Tured. This portrayed the final conflict between the Celtic pantheon, known as the Tuatha de Danann, and evil oppressors known as the Fomor. The myth depicts the battle taking place during Samhain. Another story is the adventures of Nera, which sees Nera encountering a corpse and fairies and enters into the other world. Um, now we mentioned here costumes, and in our last episode, we kind of we tapped into where costumes originated from. Mm. So um, our listeners will be waiting on bated breath as well to find out what we're going as for Halloween oh yeah, because they're going to buy the magazines when it comes out to see like the photos of us being papped arriving. <laughs> I think we should give them an exclusive.
1: Okay. Well, I'm just going to make you guess mine.
0: Okay. So, so give me a clue. Now.
1: So um, it's something that a lot of people are going to be going as this year for Halloween. Squid Games. Yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well done you've got it i, was, I thought you'd have to have a little bit more i was going to say like what is everyone talking about now yeah yeah so yeah have you got a costume i've ordered it today no way yeah is it going to arrive in time it should arrive at least two days before at the latest i'm obsessed same honestly and if if you if you watch squid game you know what i'm talking about i'm going as a player not like uh oh. not like a, a worker so, like, I can just wear, like, the blue trousers, like, again, <laughs> At any time, you know? Interesting. Yeah, it's, like, a simple outfit, but...
0: But people will know.
1: Yeah, of course. Oh, my There's going to be loads of people dressing up as this for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Be, like,
0: the... Yeah. Yeah, it'll yeah. be the costume of the century. So that's me. Cool. So what are you going as? Well, I wanted to go as Apollo. Yeah. But I'm in, in a predicament right now. Yeah. Because the outfit I saw, I was like, yeah, I will get that. Mm. And they've all sold out. Oh, so yeah. I'm
1: surprised I managed to get this outfit. Yeah, yeah I just clicked, like, oh, alright, yeah, I'll get that. Yeah, I'm surprised you managed to get <laughs> it as well.
0: Um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm a bit like, so I'm not sure if I'm going to go as Apollo. I'd like to go in some sort of, like, Roman theme. Yeah. Um, but
1: like, like I said, be a gladiator. Like, yeah. you've just died. You've got blood. Yeah. You've just been killed by a lion. Yeah,
0: yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I might go as a gladiator or something, like, Roman-themed. Mm. Um, or I might go as a priest. <laughs> yeah. That um, would be fun. <laughs> but, like, with my cross upside down because I've been possessed by the dev.
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. So I'll have a think. Yeah. And, uh yeah yeah but yeah. W- whatever from i mean whatever i go as i'm gonna snap like it's gonna snap isn't it? like Same. you know
1: yeah it's gonna be a vibe
0: yeah exactly <laughs> and nobody's gonna like just everyone, it's gonna be a cultural reset
1: <laughs> i know it is from, from everyone involved
0: <laughs> exactly anyway let's talk about the middle ages <laughs> okay so in the middle ages they feared us witches Fire festivals became more common and there were big celebrations with bonfires set up nearer the farms. This was to to protect families from fairies and witches. Here in Wales, men threw burning wood at each other, because men, and they set off fireworks. Carved turnips called jack-o'-lanterns appeared, attached by strings to sticks and decorated with coal. Ireland later switched from these turnips to pumpkins. Ah, you didn't know that.
1: Uh Uh-huh,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. Wicca. In the <laughs> 1980s, Wicca came along and they helped revive the origins of Samhain. But of course, the pagans never went away and these traditions didn't die out completely. Wicca celebrates Samhain in many forms, including the fire ceremonies, as well as honouring nature. Nature. Love, <laughs> <I> love nature. <laughs> in the Druid tradition, Samhain celebrates the dead with a festival on October 31st and includes a bonfire and communion with the dead. Um, I mean, love it great Mm, yeah you know
1: yeah interesting about the turnips yeah sure you're gonna like carve a face out of a turnip no wonder they change the Mm, pumpkin yeah (laughs) and we
0: should go pumpkin picking this year yeah there's one just open like right by your house so let's go there
1: okay yeah i didn't know that but yeah yeah um
0: and also really good that you know the good thing about wicker is that it kind of honored this well made more popular the true Samhain tradition you know because pagans were doing it but then you know the popularity of Wicca helped as well Mm. um I think that's interesting I think that I think
1: that's valid
0: (laughs) (laughs) so let's talk about how you can celebrate Samhain as a witch and how you can honour the energy and your own ancestors or spirits the
1: question is which one will you actually be celebrating yourself
0: oh my Hall- god what both. a great question yeah, yeah, that's
1: a very deep question it's like ooh.
0: it's like... such a deep question <laughs> um but i think i'm going to celebrate both okay so i'm going to celebrate halloween in the most corny over the top um commercialized way yeah but i'm also going to like really honor my ancestors yeah. and really tap into my witchy element
1: you can do both yes yeah yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: i am going to do both for sure um, i'm still trying to work out yet yeah, if i will do it like the day of Halloween, or if... Well, Samhain, the 31st. Or if I'll do it, like, the day before or the day after.
1: It is a shame that it's on a Sunday. Oh. Yeah, Halloween's on Sunday. Like, that's, you know, a bit... Um bit of an issue for some people like oh you know Sunday what well, can't it be Saturday well so. the but worst when, is when
0: Halloween's like in the midweek like week. Wednesday yeah. yeah that is actually yeah I don't like that and yeah, last that, that year it was exactly Saturday and we couldn't go out or, we or anything yeah, yeah we couldn't we celebrate it year. I yeah. know so um that was the most annoying thing because mm. you wait ages for Halloween to fall on a Saturday like yeah. yes
1: I know that's true actually yeah mm. god that was bad
0: mm. yeah mm. but anyway we're, we're blessed right now that we can celebrate Halloween and Samhain oh, properly yeah. I still think we should go and dance naked around a bonfire and I really feel like Samhain and Halloween <laughs> is a great time for us to do that yeah so... it's just you
1: know the practicalities of when and where.
0: just get back to me on you know your thoughts <laughs> okay <laughs> we've known each other like how many years now I think it's about time we see each other Nate. really yeah oh I don't think you want to see no, that no judgment
1: <laughs> no it'll be me that you'll be jerking <laughs> I'll
0: give you a free trial to my OnlyFans it's fine <laughs> Um. So uh, let's talk about how. Oh, we we've, we we've spoke about that script. We've done that. That's fine, right? So dumb supper. If I said to you a dumb supper, a dumb what would you supper? think? Mm.
1: Like really, just like really bad food. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like this is dumb. <laughs> What dumb supper?
0: <laughs> okay, well, that's not what it means. <laughs> like Dumb is Dumb, or
1: like an epic Dumb.
0: No, D-U-M-B, Dumb. Yeah, Dumb,
1: exactly. Dumb
0: Supper was a part of Samhain traditions in the past. It sees people consume food and have a meal, but only after inviting ancestors to join them at the table. This would have oh. given the families a chance to interact with the spirits until they left to follow in dinner. Mm-hmm. Children would play games with the dead, and adults would update the dead on the past year's news. That's cute. I know. Uh, That night, doors and windows may have been left open for the dead to come in and eat cakes that had been left for them.
1: Well, if I was dead,
0: that's what I would do, death. Truth. (laughs) You may now know it as the Feast of the Dead, but the intent remains mostly the same. You might want to prepare a sour dinner, including a place at your table or even on your altar for the dead. So what you can do is you can add an offering of a bit of each beverage being consumed to the cup at that place setting. Then, with the plate, add a bit of each food served. Invite your ancestors and other deceased loved ones to come and dine with you. You may want to dine in silence or simply talk, knowing the spirits are listening. After the feast, place the contents of the plate and cup for the dead outdoors in a natural location as an offering.
1: That's a nice thing to do. Yeah. It's like when you leave stuff for Father Christmas, but (laughs) in a different way.
0: And I think as well with, christmas and father christmas in particular there's a lot of pagan traditions that come through with that that so yes that would be our themed december podcast um but yeah really interesting for sure i'm so glad you brought that up thank you so much um so (laughs) i think i might have a dumb supper this year
1: same actually, yeah. I think uh, that's what we should do on Halloween, have yeah. a dumb supper. Mm.
0: Yeah, mm. yeah. I think that's something I'd like to do yeah. and just speak and see what happens.
1: Yeah, order a pizza, like, you know, get a takeaway mm. yeah. for the dumb supper. Exactly. But why is it called a dumb supper? I don't
0: get that. Uh, I didn't research that, so. We'll get back to you. We'll get back to you, yeah. If anybody's listening knows why it's called a dumb supper, you let us know, because I would really appreciate that. As we are between equinox and winter solstice, you might want to go walk in nature and see the season changing. You may want to meditate as you walk or find somewhere that is warm enough to sit and meditate.
1: But don't fall asleep like you did when you did yoga. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes, I went to yoga class yesterday and right at the end we had to lie down and do a, like a bit of just relaxing. i felt had sleep, guys. <laughs> it was very embarrassing. And then all I heard was, Jack! And I looked up and they were all looking at me and I was like, oh God. <laughs> So, so when you're out in nature, you really want to look at what's going on around you. So take in the colours, listen to the sounds, smell the aromas, feel the feeling. Feel <laughs> the feeling. Understand the way you're feeling and the sensations around you. You might want to reflect on the circle of life and reflect on death and rebirth. You may want to decorate your home to reflect Samhain. So you can do this by adding in colours of orange and black. You can place autumnal wreaths around your home and set up pumpkin displays. Now, I've done this. I've set hmm. up some pumpkins around my home and things yes, like that.
1: I mean, you always do anyway, don't you? How Truth,
0: you? exactly. Now, when we talk of Samhain, we talk of the dead and connecting with the other side. So this is a good time to set up an ancestor's altar, somewhere that you have a space to honour the dead. To do this, you can decorate the altar to reflect Samhain, such as all colours, wreaths, apples and things from nature that you have gathered when you've gone for your walk. So decorate the altar with photographs, heirlooms and other things of the past, family members and friends and even creatures. Place some candles around them and light them in the memory of the people you are honouring. You may want to call out their names as you light them or simply offer well wishes to those people. Thank them for being with you when they were alive and know they are with you now. Sit quietly once lit and pay attention to what you experience. Note any messages you receive in your book of shadows or journal. You may also take this time of the year to learn about the history of your family. Do this by contacting living relatives who, who may have stories or look at websites such as Ancestry. You may discover other an- ancestors to later add to your altar. You might also want to visit a cemetery during this time, especially if you practice death magic. You could visit and tend to the grave of a loved one. You may bring offerings with you, such as water, fresh flowers or dry herbs. And this is also a really good time to reflect. So take a moment to pause, reflecting on the year gone, and maybe look back on any notes you made during this last year. Consider your growth, the changes you've experienced, any challenges, adventures, or accomplishments. Take some time to meditate on this. And this is also a really good time to let go. Death is symbolic of what we no longer need. What no longer serves us can be cut and let go of during this time of the year, when we look at a new cycle and a fresh start. Now, many witches, pagans, druids, Celts and Wiccans will consider this time of year to be their new year. So while celebrating that, you can also practice some divination. You can consult some runes, tarot and scrying to look back on the year, but also to gain insight into what is to come. Now, you may also want to work with appropriate deities during this time, maybe Hecate, uh, Persephone or Hades. You may want to honour and call upon the Crone Goddess and Horn God and ask for assistance in aid in remembering the dead and to help you understand the cycle of life, death and rebirth. But what is very important is have some fun and enjoy the season. It's a new year for us, a new cycle, so celebrate that. Celebrate the traditions of Halloween and Samhain, but also celebrate the fun commercial side of Halloween too. Get spooky, get scary, party, dance, Sing, go pumpkin picking, and honour traditions. Oh my God, I'm shook at my scripting.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, no, interesting, you know, different ways of celebrating it. But can you go to, like, a swimming festival, like, anywhere?
0: I don't know if they're on this year. I mean, that would be interesting to look into doing.
1: Yeah, I mean, they must happen... Like, I know you wouldn't know about them until you find out about them, but mm. they, they must have them. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Especially, like, with all the bonfires and all of that sort oh, of stuff. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, maybe we can go to one next year.
0: Let's have a look into it, yeah, because yeah. I'd love to do that.
1: Yeah. Yeah, it's a nice thing to
0: do. But until then, have a think about dancing naked under the moon okay. around a bonfire. Well, that's probably
1: incorporated into Sauron. I mean, I know it's not mentioned, but... Okay. <laughs> I mean, it
0: probably is. Yeah, it probably There's is. There's always a good time to get naked, so it's absolutely fine. Um, So... Uh, before we kind of sum up the episode, magic, or of course. Dumb up the episode. Oh, <laughs> have a dumb supper. <laughs> um, so, you know, we are talking about the magic you can do around Samhain. Um Now, every person's practice is different, so you might want to do something completely different. You might already have something in mind. But I thought I would just offer you something that you might want to do if you so wish to. Awesome. So, (laughs) Samhain, you know, we've established already that there's a lot of bonfires included um, and there's a lot of fire. So I'm going to talk to you about bonfire magic.
1: Bonfire night.
0: (laughs) (laughs) November the 5th. Um, So bonfire magic. So you may be wondering what type of magic you can do. This is a good time to look at honouring and working with fire safely. Bonfire magic is popular. If you can set up an outdoor safe bonfire, then try that. Otherwise, light flames in a cauldron and a heatproof surface with nothing flammable around you. Write down something you're ready to let go of. This could be anything from grief to a habit you want to break. Cast this into the flames, visualising that it's releasing from you and won't be carried into the new year. Move around the fire clockwise as you imagine that you are adopting a healthier, newer you. And then that's your ritual done. That's your bonfire magic done. Well,
1: we've done that before, technically.
0: Kind of, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So um, and also you know, if you want to do it naked, that's absolutely fine. Um, we are big advocates of being nude. Well, I am. Sounds like you are. Yeah. (laughs) I am. I just think like you need to break the stigma around nudity. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know,
0: we are all nude.
1: Oh, we are. Exactly.
0: Yeah. yeah. Um, so Laura, so that kind of sums up our history of Sawin, yeah. um and kind of what you can do around it. So what did you think? You know, are you more like what are you thinking? What's going through your head, I right? now I found out
1: things I didn't know. Mm. Especially about, you know, traditions you know, like killing it killing it. I don't even like turnips it. Um, but yes, I, you know, I I like the whole ancestor feast. <laughs> that's a nice idea Mm. Um, and yeah you know like we said you can just celebrate both at the same time why not live your life
0: (laughs) exactly and uh, yeah I'm looking forward to just you know really tapping into it and having Mm. fun with it and uh, you know really celebrating the dead
1: yeah I mean when did we not like doing that
0: exactly (laughs) yeah exactly Um, and you know really like I just love the season as well like I know it's getting colder and you had all that rain which is gross but um, (laughs) yeah I just oh love like you know it, yeah. you know when you walk out and you just got that little like cozy spooky feeling. Yeah. It just always feels spooky, doesn't it? Yeah. It just always feels. Yeah. You always just, feel like you know, there's something. Being there. a film
1: with a nice hot chocolate, like yeah. Yeah, or for
0: me like a nice hot beverage. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, yeah. Well, I just said
0: again. <laughs> I don't like hot chocolate. Oh God. I, don't, I So we had chocolate the other day. Yeah. Um, and literally, it's almost as if like I've had knives taken to the back of my throat.
1: you can't have it no it just it just
0: gives me ulcers all the time that's interesting yeah I've got a really bad throat now like not bad throat but like bad back of the mouth Mm. because of all the chocolate wow I know I know
1: even after like one piece yeah that's that's bad it's bad
0: I'm obviously like allergic or something yeah so when I go trick or treating I like to get sweets
1: I'm surprised that wouldn't, like... No, I'm you know, absolutely fine. that bad for your teeth as yeah. well, but yeah, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely fine with sweets. Yeah, it's it's yeah, quite yeah.
0: interesting. Mm. Um, yeah, so, great. So, we will keep you posted on what we're going to do for Halloween ourselves. Um, and actually, our, you know, it falls on a Sunday, so there'll be an episode to listen to on the Sunday, too. But we really hope you enjoyed this episode. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) We've got some things planned for um, the rest of October, um, some themed episodes. So uh, keep posted, guys. Stay with us um, because it's going to be a great one. Um, We really hope that you enjoyed the episode. Please, 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 if you could, please go and review this podcast on Apple. Um, You know, if if you Mm. listen on Apple iPods, uh, Mm -hmm. podcasting, whatever it is that Mm -hmm. you listen on, Um, but it's an Apple podcast platform please just go and review us and leave that for us because we really appreciate that yeah i see so many podcasts being set up and they get loads of reviews and i'm like guys we've started this like oh my god Very unfair, yeah i
1: think yeah it's, it's an unfair
0: advantage
1: of going about things but there we go for
0: sure and and barley's here to say please support us So, Bali said, <laughs> please Barley. support us. So, um, I hope you heard his pairing just then. Um, and, you know, just support us for Bali, because um, Bali needs food. Um
1: a <laughs> child, it's poor, awesome child.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks so much. And we will see you same time next bye. week. Bye. bye, 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 bye. Say bye, Bali.